I'm just going to start this podcast with just one very simple word, mate. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What's not to like about this episode that we are about to produce? Like, there's just so much happening. Record equaling Olympics. We've got some Barcelona stuff. It's all just blown up there. AFL, NBA. What more could you ask for? Um, probably a clean floor. <laughs> We've got... um. You brought some nuts upstairs tonight, which was a yep. controversial move. We yep. haven't really incorporated food Never. into the podcast, and well, I personally didn't plan to. <laughs> um, it is your house, and I'll always respect that. So mm. you brought the nuts up, and and the nuts would, of course, stay. Um, <laughs> you said to me, do we want the nuts on the table? Mm. I very swiftly said no. <laughs> and in your attempt to remove the nuts from the table... Most of them have ended up on the floor, <laughs> and that is where they lay. <laughs> yeah, I'll pick them up later, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, we've got a brand new vacuum cleaner, which I am dying to try mm-hmm. out. So why would I pick them up with my hands um, when I can um, get Ellie up here with the vacuum cleaner? No, no, oh, no. I will be, I will be uh, cleaning them up with the vacuum cleaner. Don't you worry about that. So you prick. <laughs> no, I will be cleaning them up with the vacuum cleaner. Um, put everyone's mind at ease <laughs> there. Um, you almost knocked your microphone over I seconds did. before we clicked play. So I think we just bounce straight into it. I do too. Looking forward to it, mate. It's going to be a big show. Let's get stuck in. What are you mulling over? You and your fucking nuts. <laughs> I have one of those nuts and it's just stuck in the back of my oh, throat. Yeah, my nuts in the back of your throat. Mm, That's no idea. fun. Not no. I, no one wants that. <laughs> I knew that bringing nuts into the room would be fraught with danger. Um, and I knew that something was going to happen and wasn't sure where it was going to come back and bite me. But it seems me moving them from the table mm. to the desk, which is... 30 centimetres away um, yeah. was the undoing of me and the nuts. Just a stretch too far, unfortunately. There's now about nine of them on the ground. There is. How are you travelling anyway, mate? Very well, thank you. Um, better than you um, in about 10 seconds. Really? When I just get you to have a little bit of a look to your left and see the coat hangers just up there. Oh. <laughs> How are they? How are they travelling for you? <laughs> Usually, like them to be facing the right way. Um, they are in fact facing um, opposite each other, which I would, can only imagine is driving you insane. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so annoying. <laughs> I normally check that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And I thought I'll I might bring this up in the intro, um, but then I thought, nah, I'm going to snag him before we start the show because then. He can't actually get out of his seat and move them for some time. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. That, General thoughts on that? That's annoying. Yeah. 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 All I, right. I just don't understand how, how that could upset someone. Well, it's they're just not... It's just not like in the right corresponding order. <laughs> just have them, have them facing the same way. It's not making it any looks difference. More organised, and it looks a lot more professional <laughs> if they're facing the same way. Yeah, I think. But we are not organised or professional. <laughs> One of us is trying to be. <laughs> One of us prides ourselves on being not. Oh gosh. 
<laughs> I can't believe I've floored you that hard. What a lovely day it was today. <laughs> yeah, until now. 16 degrees in the hills today. <laughs> yes. Can really feel spring coming on. I'm going to persist here. <laughs> what is this? Um, Are you, is this one of your novels? Is this, is this a novel that you're writing? <laughs> This, that's, this is probably going a bit better than that <laughs> at the present time. Not quite flowing. Spectacular day today, though. What, what it was did, nice, wasn't what, it? What did you do today, mate? I went to work. Oh, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> inside four walls all day? or No, well, I, um, new job at the um, mm. SA Athletic Stadium. Had a, Actually went for a lap around there. Um, you, do you go for a run? <laughs> no. <laughs> Walking. Okay, of course. Walked around. Um, so just saw the the sights and got outside. Got some air. One of the perks. Oh, very good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Then I um, it's based next to the big Bunnings, and it took me about six minutes to walk just across that car park <laughs> itself. So um, oh, just big things happened today. Nice, mate. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, no, not a great deal. Day off today. So got up this morning, read my book, went to a cafe. Did you? I uh, went to Lady Luck in oh, Mount yes. Barker. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. We've been there a couple of times we for a have. few uh, podcast chats. Yes, my uh, brother and sister-in-law own that. Yeah, very nice cafe. Get around it. Lady Luck. Um, yeah, had a nice smoothie there. I'm just doing a bit of prep for tonight's show, trying to um, stay organized and um, <laughs> ensure that I have some kind of structure to run with. I <laughs> never really seem to worry about you. <laughs> I sort myself out. Very content with the day. With zero structure. Before we jump into some sports stuff, we did a poll yes. um, last night. It's obviously a couple of days ago now while you're listening to this, but I used to a phrase last week in like Flynn. Yeah. It stopped me in my tracks. I'd never heard of it before. Which I, consi- I considered in like Flynn like a staple of, I mean, at least the Australian mm. language maybe. Well, it's passed me by for nearly 25 years. Yeah. Um... And I was pretty sure that most people would be on a similar wavelength to myself. But overwhelming support for you. Yep. I think we had over, well over 100 people vote. And it was 60-40 your way. Yep. That's because you're an idiot. Um, not many people have heard it. So I'm feeling a little bit apprehensive about our audience. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> yes, in, I am. It must be a Wisto saying. In, in like Flynn has been around since well, since I was a wee boy. <laughs> What's its origin? I don't know. But... <laughs> It's been in. It's been in like Flynn. <laughs> has it? It has. Now, like, is it, is, is in like Flynn, like, is that referring to a boy called Flynn being like very in, like no, very in not trend? popular. Or is it like, um, I'm in the whole, it's like, like oh, what Flynn is. It's like when you, it's like when you, when you get here, make sure you come inside straight away. Oh, and I'll click. Like, yes, I'll be in like Flynn. Oh, right. Yeah, Flynn's fast. Flynn, fast Flynn. Fast Flynn. Right. Flynn's quick. Right, okay. And, well, um, after you baffled me with that saying, I think I tried to start my own saying, um, out like Strout. Yes. Because um, your saying sucked, mm-hmm. so I thought I'd just invent one. And yours is much worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might take that to the, the audience as well. Yeah, so I'm a bit disappointed with that, so obviously everyone's just got no idea. And um, thank you for voting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for backing me up for yeah. once. So, all right, well done, Teach. You had to had to um, be on the positive side of things at one stage. Absolutely. Podcast. Absolutely. No, I will take that win. Mm. Win like Flynn. Yes. Um, take it with both hands. Definitely, and shake it. Let's shake it. move on. 
Mm. Um, Olympics, I'd say, uh, we had a huge Olympics chat last week. We did. Basically wrapping up uh, week one of the Olympics, which of course included um, a lot of swimming. Yeah. And the, you almost forgot then, didn't you? I did. Um, and everything else that happened in week one, <laughs> all those days ago. But now it's completed. Uh, closing ceremony was last night. We're recording on Monday. Thank you. And the Olympics is great. I absolutely love the Olympics. Look forward to it very, very much. Good, uh, good however, to know. I like the athletes mm-hmm. prepare for you know four years to get ready for the Olympics to mm-hmm. watch. I now need four years to, I think, recuperate <laughs> because I watched probably every day. Mm. Yeah. Um, it was awesome and I'm now exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's entertaining stuff, that's for sure. Um, an immense week for basketball in Australia mm. um, with the Boomers winning bronze at the Olympics. Our first medal yeah. in basketball. Did you watch the bronze medal game? No, I was actually at the showdown. You were? I was. So... Um, did not watch the basketball. Uh, have heard a lot about it. Um, didn't need to watch it to know how much of a momentous occasion it was in mm. Australian sport. Listened to a fantastic interview with the Boomers coach this morning, actually on SEN Radio. I do encourage anyone who who is a basketball or a sports fan to actually listen to their podcast. Amazing insight, and it just showed how well they prepared for that moment, how ready they were to win. Well, a gold medal they were striving for, but to win a medal and um, absolutely so proud of that effort mm. um, to basically, you know, be the third best basketball nation in the world. That is huge. It's massive. Um, and shows how much uh, Australia has grown in that sport. Baffling result, like amazing. It is. Um, obviously disappointing to not get to the gold medal game because we were well and truly capable mm. of getting there. Whether or not we would have been able to execute well enough to to beat um, would have been France. We would have played, yeah. but we were pretty stiff coming up against the US in that yeah, yeah. Um, in that game beforehand. Well, as they say, um, if you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. Um, and look, I'm fully content with America being the greatest basketball nation in the world. Like <laughs> I, that's, think, I think so. That's um, that's no surprise to anyone. Um, if we did end up knocking America off, that would have been. Absolutely amazing and highly deserve the gold medal or the silver medal if you know we were to go on and lose the grand final. But um, wow, like, mm. yeah, so to win that bronze is, is huge. Sorry, you were saying definitely. Uh, I mean, I feel like this bronze feels more like a gold, mm. yeah, it does. It <laughs> it's does definitely the, the biggest celebration there's been around a bronze medal that mm. I can remember. 100%. And yeah, as you mentioned with the US, they, they asked Kevin Durant after the game about other countries mm. possibly catching up and his reply was just incredibly brash and it was just, <laughs> he's, I think he said, this skill is unmatched. <laughs> well, well, he's and, correct. <laughs> and it is. That um, was like their third team. 100%. And whether we'll ever catch up, I highly doubt that, but, you know, because they simply live and breathe the mm. game and their depth and quality and the natural talent they possess yeah, is unmatched. Well, it, it's honestly like if AFL was introduced as an Olympic sport. Mm. I mean, like slightly different levels, but that's practically what it is. Yeah. Like that is America's national game. Definitely. Um, they should be the best. They have every right to be the best. They've got the biggest league in the world. Um, it's, it's, um, it's not a world game. Probably... So that just shows the the amazing effort of the second and third team 
because America's going to win most uh, tournaments that it enters. Mm. I think basketball is a world game. Um, oh, it is. It is uh, well, it is participated around the mm. world, but it is America's game, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's, that's, well, they, they possess the biggest league in yep. the world um, yep. that generates the most interest. Mm. I, I, th- I don't, yeah, we'll never, I, don't, I, I personally don't think we'll ever get to that same level as them. Who no. knows, maybe one day we, we might win a gold mm. medal if we perform better than them on the day. Yeah. But I feel like we'll just continue to close the gap until that gap is mm. relatively small. Yeah. Then it will just yeah. get to a point where it stays yeah. stays like that. Well, we're on that trajectory because, you know, look at the, the team that we put in like this this time in comparison to previous Olympics. Like this time, most of our starting five well, played in play the NBA. Mm. That was without you know, arguably Australia's um, you know best or well, greatest player at the moment mm. in Ben Simmons. Um, you know, there's another Australian in Josh Giddy who got drafted in the top six to the NBA. He'll hopefully be playing in the next Olympics. Um, like Australian basketball is only getting better, and we're you know put the fork in the ground now with a bronze medal. So next time we're in the gold medal game, fingers crossed. That's the the, the flight path that we're on. Paddy Mills, amazing as well. Mm. We better mention Absolutely our, incredible. Our hero of the week, 42 points in that bronze medal game. Yeah. So he was fantastic. Um, yeah. So big effort from the Boomers. 100%. And big effort from Australia as a whole, 46 medals mm. at this Olympic Games, I think. Is, was it our second most successful or third most successful Olympics? Um, e- third equal best t- medal tally. Okay. Um, Jaden actually shot through some stats. Uh, thank uh, you, Jaden. The third equal best medal tally, our best since 2008. Beijing. Beijing, yeah. Mm. So amazing, amazing um, performance from our athletes. Now, you mentioned before that, that bronze felt like a gold. It, it, it was funny watching the the second half of the of the Olympics because obviously those tournaments kind of really came to a head and we had the, the, the team sports playing their their golden and bronze medal mm. matches. So the bronze team were often absolutely celebrating like they'd won gold because mm. they had won a medal. But it it was just stark contrast the team who won the silver medal mm. because the um, kangaroos in the hockey, they obviously made it to the gold medal game, went to a, I think they call it penalties or something like that. I watched that game and they lost and they were distraught. Mm. They, they they have an Olympic silver medal and they were absolutely distraught, whereas the Boomers win bronze, which is you know the worst result, and they are... National heroes. Well, it's an interesting dynamic, isn't it? Mm. Because if you're playing off in that gold medal match mm. and you do lose, mm. you obviously get the silver medal, yeah. which is a great result as a whole. Mm. But you're finishing the tournament on a loss, yeah. And you are realistically you are losing the gold mm. medal, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it would be hard to maintain the same level of enthusiasm mm. as you in- would have if sorry? you won enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Oh. <laughs> Enthusiasm. I, I could have got away with that you if you hadn't have. pulled me up. That's why I pulled you up. Yeah. <laughs> so it is hard to maintain that same level of enthusiasm. Thank you. <laughs> as you would have in a bronze medal game yeah. because if you lose that bronze medal game, you're not getting a medal. No, exactly. So exactly. you have every right to be flat. But if you win, 
you're winning the only medal yeah. available in that game. Yeah. So I would say like the the Australian hockey team when they look back on this tournament, their highlight is winning that semi final to mm. move into the gold medal game. To move into a guaranteed medal game. Yeah, I know. It, it's a it's a weird paradox, mm. isn't it? Um, but that's what the Olympics is. Um, it is the Olympics is amazing. Um, it is filled with crazy, crazy moments. Did you see the Australian lad win gold? That it, it, sorry in in skateboarding. Yeah, well, thank you for clearing up which <laughs> event did I see the Australian lad win gold? That was a that was a, that was a great effort. Yeah, it was a fantastic effort. How young as well? Yeah. Um, how old was he? <laughs> oh, 18? I can't remember. 18 or 19. He looked, he looked a lot younger than that. He did. He, he did. He did. Um, he certainly wasn't the youngest um, no. to win a medal in the skateboarding. Someone won as a 12 or 13-year-old. Mm. Amazing. My, I really I loved his effort. He like, absolutely destroyed his competition He did, well. didn't he? He mm. did. He, he was so far ahead that he basically couldn't lose the gold medal. I think he was 10 points ahead based on how they judge it. So he's like, well, in my third run, I've got this sewn up. I'm just going to go out there and try and do the most insane tricks ever. And he pulled all of them off. <laughs> so good. Amazing. I did equally like the performance of uh, Kieran Woolley, who was the other Australian skateboarder mm. who actually finished his run and then absolutely crashed into the cameraman, <laughs> bowling him over. <laughs> Just something I would do. Yes, yes 100%. <laughs> You would be like a bowling ball out there. <laughs> I actually would. <laughs> I'd be so dangerous. There was a poor bloke that lost his shoe in the 1500 meter semi mm. uh, semi-final, I think it was. And I think it was on like the opening lap. Yeah, right. Maybe maybe the second lap and he lost his shoe and I thought, how's that you're you're competing in the event that holds your Olympic dream. Yeah. And you've lost your shoe. Yeah. And he finished like dead last oh, as a result it's shocking isn't oh, it imagine. there's always there's so many stories like that i saw some someone you know pull their hamstring in the you know very start of a race and the, i think we spoke about it last uh, last week about the 100 meters there was someone who you know had a leg injury 40 meters into the race mm-hmm. it's like that's 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 just beyond heartbreaking like that you you work in this case for 5 years up to the pinnacle with that only thought in mind and your body lets you down or something just goes wrong. It's just not fair. Mm. Like you you almost, it almost needs to, you almost need two goes at it. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly. So it it is that, but that's why it's the the greatest sporting tournament in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, yeah, you get one crack at it Mm. and that's what makes the moment so special. Yeah. Whether you can execute in that exact moment. hundred percent. Yeah, so it's just so many special moments in the Olympics. Um, just another one off the top of my head, um, Ash Maloney's win in the decathlon and, and almost more especially uh, Cedric Dubler, um, his Aussie mate. You know, Cedric had no chance of, of you know, winning a medal in that final um, event, the 1500 metre, and he knew Ash, that was his probably his weakest event. So he just ran behind him and screamed in his ear, even though Cedric could have, you know, maybe gone up a place or two on his own. Mm. Um, like that that's just something that will never leave me as a, you know, a sport lover. Just just that moment is just ingrained in Australian sports history now. Definitely. Definitely. Is there anything else you want to chat about uh, Olympics wise or can we move on to some NBA? No, I think we can move on to the NBA. I, I do think, however, that the man who was driving the boat 
slash the man who started the triathlon with the boat in the way. Um, did you see that? No. Oh, that was very juicy. So the the athletes are lined up on their platform, ready to dive into mm-hmm. the ocean to start the triathlon again. In this case, training for five years, you know, wanting to do that, do their best. That someone has blown the the gun, and they've all jumped in the ocean, and there is a boat in the way, oh, like no. five meters from the start line. So half of them have jumped in and have swam around the boat, oh. and the other half are still on the platform. Like, what on earth? Who's this turkey? What happened? Oh, they had to restart the race. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought so. They had to go and round up the swimmers who were 500 metres into their <laughs> triathlon. Just, imagine that. Just bad luck, everyone yeah. else. I'm sorry, but we've started. Yeah. I know that you're currently winning, but <laughs> can you just um, pull up the truck? You're going to have to start this whole thing again. Oh, gosh. Imagine that, hey? Yeah. Well, let's transgress onto some NBA stuff. Yeah, I like it. Because we didn't really chat about the NBA at all last week. No. And it was... Um, Pretty remiss of us because no. the NBA draft happened. Yep. And there's all this <laughs> trade and trade news and player movement that we didn't acknowledge at oh, all. Boy. So how good is that from a sports podcast? And your um extension cord has just fallen out of your um <laughs> headphones. It has. Gosh. I just lost connection for a minute. I didn't hear much of what you said, but that's okay. Not so smooth selling after all. No, is it? not smooth. Mm. <laughs> Unsmooth. Yes. I can imagine the weight of that cord would be pulling it down. Yeah. No well, surprise that it's disconnected itself. Just, um, it just had enough for a yeah. minute there. So hopefully that doesn't happen again. Might need some tape. <laughs> Possibly. Anyway, you were saying um, NBA draft slash player movement. Obviously, Josh Kitty went at six to OKC. Yeah. Um, Our Adelaide 36ers boy. Yes. Can't wait to see him in action. And gosh, I'd love to chat about the Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. Acquiring. Um, Everyone <laughs> that is old in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, they've acquired Russell Westbrook, mm. uh, 32 years old, Kamala Anthony, 37, Trevor Ariza, 36, and Dwight Howard comes back for a third stint wow. in LA at the uh, ripe old age of 35. So w- what have we got here? The Hawthorne Lakers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> LeBron, of course, is 36, but they do um, introduce Kendrick Nunn and Malik Monk, and they're mm. both mid-20s. So they do have some youth there, and they're, they're both going to be handy inclusions to the Lakers team. You'd say so. Wow, I'm excited. Um, but yes, man, their best players are old. Yeah. They could implode, but if they don't, it'll be so exciting. Yeah. And I really think that providing at least 80% of this roster stays healthy, Yeah. Um, primarily, obviously, LeBron and Anthony Davis, then this really, this really is probably... A, a year the Lakers, well, they're obviously setting themselves up to win this yeah. year. Yeah. So they've probably got like another two more seasons of mm. close to prime LeBron, I'm guessing, before maybe he starts to take a backseat role. Yep. I mean, it's a very, very, very long way away to be talking about this. I mean, we obviously had um, uh, the Bucks and Phoenix in the final this year, which was a shock to probably everyone involved. Mm Next year, it's really set up in fantasy land to be a fully fit Brooklyn Nets versus a fully fit elderly Los Angeles Lakers <laughs> in the final, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got that written all over it. I'd like to see the Lakers and Nets in the mm, finals. Yeah. Just purely to see Durant and LeBron go head to head again with yeah, Kyrie and Harden versus yeah. AD and Russ. Yeah. Um, how exciting. That's a that's an all-star game. <laughs> 
it's mesmerizing, yeah. isn't it? I mean, a lot has to go right, of course. Um, and you know, these sorts of plans don't always pan out. We, you know, the Nets didn't go all the way this year when we thought that they probably would. They didn't even mm. make the final. But like, you've got to get excited as a basketball fan to see this. I mean, I've rabbited on a lot about how much I hate this system mm. and how the league can possibly allow all of the best players to be playing on two teams. That I just think that is ridiculous mm. and wrong. What sort of competition is that? But as a basketball fan, you want to be seeing the best players play in the finals and hope I hope for the you know, for their sake that, that we get a, a Nets Lakers final because that would be awesome. Yeah, I I concur. Yeah, I think it would be be really entertaining. I I probably changed my opinion a little bit. I think initially I I really did like seeing these best players mm. playing alongside each other, but You've come around. It's getting quite absurd, isn't it? It's ridiculous. It's <laughs> absolutely just stupid. The fact that Westbrook, a MVP, is joining, you know, um, LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah. Oh, and it's absolutely just playing wrong. Yeah, and it, it, it actually, we'll be chatting about a similar thing a little bit more mm. shortly with the situation that's happening in um, European football as well. Mm. But, God, I... That was why Milwaukee Bucks and Phoenix Suns final series was so refreshing. Yeah. Because it wasn't just two stacked teams no. or one stacked team going up against another team. You had two genuine teams with mm. like a leader or two on each. Yeah. And then, then the role players really mm. had a significant part to play in the series. Yeah, not only that, and it was homegrown role um, superstars. Like Devin Booker was turned into a star of the competition. Um, you know, Trey Young in the in the conference final led his um Atlanta Hawks there Chris Middleton and um uh Giannis of course um mm. winning the title you know all homegrown talent it was just uh very, like you said extremely refreshing now off the top you did mention Josh Giddy I watched him in action today in the summer league mm-hmm. very exciting stuff for the 5 minutes he was on actually dunked it um over another player in I think it was his first possession and Thunder fans were just getting extremely excited, um, as were as was I in my chair at work. Um, <laughs> so that was great. And then he did his ankle oh. five minutes into the game. So that was a bit devastating for him. Hopefully it's okay. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Our man, um, Tareem Prince, by the way, oh. has gone to Minnesota. We haven't chatted about Tareem Prince for a while. No, we? we haven't. He's gone off us. For anyone that doesn't know, Tareem used to watch our Instagram stories. He did. He commented on our polls. <laughs> Said I yeah. was going very poorly one day. Yeah, remember that poll? It was yep. who's going worse, Teeks or Hawthorne? <laughs> and I'm fair sure Tareen has absolutely no idea who the Hawthorne Football Club are in the AFL. But he looked at that video of you yep. and thought, that man, doesn't matter who this Hawthorne <laughs> entity is, that man is going worse than them. He took one look at you and that's how poor you yep. were looking. Yeah. He thought, no matter what the opposition is, he is going worse. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this was. How do you um, feel about that? Oh, um, I just like that Tareen <laughs> Prince knows my name. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't care how bad I'm going. <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> oh, no, oh, that's that was funny. Um, the Knicks have done nothing of note. Um, I don't shock think. horror. <laughs> and the Celtics, Why would we? We've lost Kemba Walker, which was necessary. Wasn't he going to the Knicks? I, don't I heard know. that he was linked to the Knicks. I think he. I don't even know. You might want to check. Maybe have a look. 
Might, you might as well give us a score update on the footy whilst you're there because you seem to like to do that. I'll do that. Yep, I think he's going to the Knicks. So, yep, he's going to the Knicks. Beautiful. And can you just give us a score update on the footy because it is Monday night and uh, the, D's and, footy. the D's and Eagles are playing. Definitely, definitely can. Um, it is. Just got to wait for this to go away. Um, quarter time, Melbourne's up four goals to two. Cool. So that's for everyone playing along at home. <laughs> <laughs> for no one. <laughs> for no one. Because they've already played. <laughs> they already know what's going on. Um, Tristan Thompson also leaving the Celtics. So we've just lost a couple of players um, and not really signed anyone um, of note either. So That's bad luck. Yeah, so it all starts in October. So looking forward to that. And mm. yeah, have to... We'll have to watch uh, watch this space, won't we? Absolutely. We will be watching. G'day, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Teeks, can I get a bit of a vibe check in the room tonight? Vibes are just really nice. Nice, yeah. I, yep. think, I think we're at a pretty, pretty good level tonight. Pretty level-headed at the minute. Yeah. Ready to launch. Ready to launch. Get around us on Spotify. <laughs> you what sound you? like you are asleep. <laughs> You sound like a late night talkback show who's just like really been doing it for too long. Yeah, well, we call- give us a call on oh four three two one 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 one, and we'll try to slide you on. You finished, or that's what you sound like. Yeah, okay, <laughs> cool. Thanks for that. Just during this break, the rest of it's been okay. Yeah, okay, fantastic, <laughs> and. Um, you are just a shithead. So make sure... <laughs> there he is, he's back. Get around us on Spotify and iTunes, um, social media, Facebook, Instagram, and you'll see all of our content on there. Sounds good. Um, now, what's happening in European football, mate? What the hell's going on there? Mate, things are getting a little messy <laughs> in Barcelona. You suck. Or unmessy, in fact, <laughs> because he is actually leaving. Wow, less messy. They're not tidy, that's for sure. They are not tidy. Not tidy at all, especially on a fan. But they're also not messy. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, not going well on a financial uh, side of things wow. for Barcelona. I broke this story on the podcast over a year ago. <laughs> Remember that? So it was no. Good to see it's finally happening. Remember that time I said Messi's leaving Barcelona and we finally get to see him test himself? Somewhere else? That's gone over my head. I don't remember you, you don't saying remember that. that. We no. did an Instagram video. Did we? That. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You might want to sit down tonight and just have a look back I'll on scroll that. Scroll back and, on that. Yep. And you can go, oh, I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't say that you were you didn't say that. Mm. I just don't recall just it not happening. Acknowledging it. No. Messi leaving Barcelona, so he's been there for twenty one years. Jeepers. It's a pretty lengthy stint. Yeah. It's nearly as long as I've been alive. Mate, I was four years old yeah. when he was there. Yes, incredible. And you're older than me. I am. Mm. I definitely am. You act a little bit older. Yeah. I guess in regards to like tendencies. Mm. Not just wiser, I guess. Wise is not a word I'd associate with you, unfortunately. (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to, but nah. Oh, that's yeah. good. All right, yeah. move on. My, my yeah. Story for another. I reckon story for another day. Why don't you come up with a list of things that I do that make me just so old? <laughs> I think I might have to. <laughs> Anyways, he's bitted Barcelona a, f- a teary farewell um, because the story last year was that he wanted to leave. Mm. So you'd think now finally he's gotten what he wanted, mm. but he wanted to leave. He wanted out. Unfortunately, 
for him at the time, they kept him there. But in that 12 months, he's come full circle. Mm. And now he's like, I'm happy here. I want to stay. Oh. But now he's having to leave because Barcelona simply can't afford him anymore. Oh, boy. That's sad. And so the club tried to get it done with him, but they couldn't work it in with La Liga regulations. So um, it included a pay cut, everything, all that was done. Still couldn't get the new deal done. So now he's heading off elsewhere. Negotiating with PSG, I reckon that's almost a done deal now from mm. what I read earlier. Please don't go there. <laughs> I've already got so many good players. And this is what we are talking about earlier with the NBA. They've already got Mbappe, uh, Neymar. I believe they've got Sergio Ramos mm. as well. They've got an unbelievable team. Mm. And now it looks like Lionel Messi could be going there as well. God, it's actually, it's shocking. Mm. Because just the rich simply get richer yeah. in regards to the amount of quality players they have, and yeah. it just decimates the rest of the competition. Mm. I just don't like it. Oh, you don't like this? So I remember I broke this on the podcast mm. many times, my distaste towards this sort of situation. Um, you, you always were on the fence, always often leaning against my thinking. Uh, I just don't... Th- I think salary caps are a good thing for this simply to not happen. Um, but, it, yeah, like you said, it, 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 it's just not good... Mm. That's not good for football. Um, the, what the Lakers and Nets are doing is not good for basketball. No. It's it's, it's crap. Yeah. In my opinion. Eloquently said. Yep. <laughs> it's so... fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Another person who thinks it's fucked is Sergio Aguero <laughs> because he's just arrived there with the hopes of playing with his fellow Argentinian and friend, oh. Messi. And Messi's gone. Oh, and see out you later. There. So, Sergio bit stiff <laughs> so after a lot of um conjecture mm. he has announced that he will be staying uh, okay. sergio so initially it was heard that he was trying to get his lawyers to find him a way out of the contract right he was that um unhappy with the situation but apparently he's staying so that's a bit of a relief mm. um, imagine that um conversation between messi and sergio <laughs> um oh so you've just signed long term here on big dollars i am Yep, not actually going to be here. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm out. Um, yeah, Barcelona are going that poorly, though. They've reduced their salary budget by half this season. Mm. So that's how bad they're going. They were hit hard by COVID-19, which I think a lot, I mean, everyone was, mm. really. But yeah, it's a pretty pivotal time ahead for Barcelona. Um, and this needs to be managed very carefully, especially in a competition when you rely on star players to create interest yeah. and revenue and... Um, keep you relevant. Mm. If you can't afford those star players, it, it's a pretty dour prospect. Yeah. And the other thing is, like, you know, player movement is such a big thing in in world sport. Um, but this is bigger. This is, this like, Messi is Barcelona. Mm. He, when you think of Barcelona, you think of Messi. So him leaving is just absolutely enormous for that league and for Barcelona and for him. Mm. Like that, that's just, it's just beyond words how big that is. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was actually hoping to see Messi sign at a Premier League club. That would be big. Yeah, I, I, I watched the Premier League a fair bit when it's on. Mm. Um, I don't watch any of the La Liga or the. Um... Well, my Sheffield Wednesday would surely be in the market for him. They'd be able to pay him more than Barcelona, <laughs> considering they've got no money. Yeah, yeah, they'd, 
they'd um, have to sell the whole farm <laughs> for Wednesday. They'd they would. Probably have Messi and not mm. much else. Not much else. Might just have him, not even a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Sheffield Messi. Sheffield Messi. <laughs> Messi Sheffield. Messi Wednesday. Yeah, Messi <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> God. <laughs> just like plays happens. This is what you wanted a star player. <laughs> yeah, well. You've got him. Yep. He has taken up our entire salary cap. <laughs> so we're actually fielding a uh, one-man band this year. <laughs> this is what you wanted. Oh, gosh. You're relevant now. Should we move into some AFL? Yes, please. The D's by seven early in the second. If anyone's interested in the live feed. Yeah, probably not because <laughs> it's not actually live, is it? It is. It's happening right now, I swear. Mm. We don't need to really go over this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. No? No. Okay. Um, maybe that wasn't a good idea. That's okay. It wasn't the worst idea um, call. It wasn't, it that, <laughs> what? Gee, I just had a heart attack. <laughs> Speaking of heart attacks, when Daniel Gorringe saw the end result um, on Saturday that Gold Coast had, in fact, beaten Carlton, I think he mm. might have had a mini heart attack considering he um, made a bet on Twitter. That yeah. he would get a tattoo of Stewie Jew if Gold Coast managed to beat Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's very funny. Isn't it? You wouldn't be putting your faith in Carlton, though. No. Ever. No. Surely. No. That, what, a, what a Carlton performance that was. <laughs> Seriously, season is on the line. All you've got to do is defeat the hapless Gold Coast Suns, whose very existence is being questioned. <laughs> Relocate them to Tasmania, do this, do that. Stuart Jew needs to go. All Carlton need to do to remain relevant in this season is knock off bloody Gold Coast. <laughs> and they don't. They don't. That's ridiculous. How could you be a Carlton fan? Sending our thoughts out to all the Carlton <laughs> fans at the present time. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's beyond thoughts. It's prayers now, honestly. <laughs> Obviously a very testing period. <laughs> yeah. In your life as a Carlton fan. Yes, um, but something I would just presume you've been through this all before. <laughs> Mate, top four was thrown wide open with oh, the Bulldogs and Geelong losing. Well done to Essendon and GWS. Most impressive. Mm. So really, yeah, Port Adelaide, like all of a sudden, after surviving a monumental scare against the Adelaide Crows, they mm. could now finish top two. They could. It's they could. Extraordinary. Well, this is the this is the situation right now. If you read through, okay, so the Western Bulldogs are on top. They lost to Essendon yesterday. Well, Melbourne will go top tonight, won't they? If they if win, they, if they win, yeah. In Perth, you know, it, it was a round where basically, you know, one like the the Bulldogs lost, Geelong, Port Adelaide nearly lost, Melbourne. That's a question mark right now. Mm. Sydney lost, um, if, if you don't know. Thank you. Um, and, well, West Coast, you know, also might lose tonight. So most of the top eight that have lost their games this weekend. Mm. Odd. It is odd. Brisbane dismantled Frio. Yes. And, yeah, as you mentioned, Sydney slumped back down to earth. Slow starts are absolutely killing us. Mm. So we've been relying on strong second halves to to get us back into games of football and recent weeks. And it was eventually going to catch up mm. to us, and it happened on the weekend. So hopefully uh, hopefully um, we sort that out. Was there anything else that you took away from the weekend of footy? 
Um, just that Hawthorne needs to stop bloody winning games of football. <laughs> what on earth are they doing? What do they think they're doing right now? They are better off losing those yes. games. Yes. Yes, they are. Like, I mean, I'm finding it very difficult to watch Hawthorne play right now. Obviously, big Hawks fan, have been forever. Um, and I'm content with them being bad because mm. they've been good for so long. They should be average. And you should get the reward for being a bottom two team, which we have been this year. Um, yes, you've got to go out and try and win every game, but this is not helping our future. Like, we lost to Collingwood on the weekend. I'm not sure whether, and we've leapfrogged as a result, um, Adelaide and Collingwood now in 15th position. Luckily, bloody Gold Coast won, otherwise we would have been 14th. <laughs> um, just charging up the ladder. And I've, I've always thought... Clarko might end up at Collingwood. Maybe he's just sweetening up that draft pick for next year. Mm, possibly. Mm, and just uh, ruining Sam Mitchell while he's at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, unfortunately, um, with that game, Collingwood probably are also better off losing. Oh, yeah. So, obviously, I think you mentioned to me before um, we started the podcast tonight when we are having a little bit of a chat about the footy that they are going to get a very good player anyway. Yes, in Dacos. Are. Dacos is coming through the doors. But, yeah, teams like Hawthorne and Collingwood, they're just better off finishing essentially bottom on the ladder if, if they're at this, um, at this point of the season. Mm. And North Melbourne, they really hold all the keys right now because, mm. you know... Collingwood's going to end up with Dacos. Um, looks like the Western Bulldogs are going to end up with another top three pick in um, Darcy, Sam Darcy. Seems like a gun. But Jason Horn seems like the best player in this year's draft. So they have access to, to that at the number one pick. They hold all the all the tickets because mm. Adelaide is second. Horn is an SA boy playing with South Adelaide and absolutely dominating the Sandful at the moment as a kid, basically. So I would presume the Crows would be wanting to do everything mm. in their power to bundle a, a, a few things together to get that number one pick, welcome Jason Horn through the door. And either way, North Melbourne's winning because mm. they either get Jason Horn or they get something you know more in return. So interesting. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you mentioned the Crows there. Obviously, Taylor Walker this week. So much has been said already and we, we won't dwell on that mm. because... Well, simply, I don't think anything else needs to be added to no, that no. at the present time. We're all obviously familiar with what happened there. But the Crows, they were in the face of adversity. Mm. They performed very well mm. on Saturday night in what was a an outstanding showdown. Oh, yeah, it was good. It was an intro. I was there. Um, it was a dour first half. It mm. was not entertaining in the slightest during the first half. I didn't watch half. it. I'm saying it was outstanding because I saw it was a close game. <laughs> yeah, no, and the second half turned into one of the great showdowns. Yeah. And it just shows how much a showdown means to this state and to the two teams playing in it because Adelaide could have just rolled over and, and thought, well, this, that, you know, there's nothing on this for us um, winning you know, isn't really important 20 rounds into the season and we're in the bottom four. Um, Port Adelaide's in the top four. We've had a terrible week. We could just fold our cards and, you know, have an honourable 40-point loss. But they took it right up to Port Adelaide and it was one of the most gutsy performances mm. I have seen in um, in a long time. 
uh, it was it was it was fantastic to see the the pride that they showed in their Guernsey um, and to to nearly knock off the enemy who's substantially better at this point in time. It was um it was great viewing. It was just a, a brilliant showdown. Mm. Second half, first De- half was shocking. Definitely better than an honourable forty point loss. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, the the. The 40-point loss is an honourable one, but mm. always nice to press them every now and yeah, then. It is. It is. Turn that into a four-point. <laughs> very, very scary. It's always good to have that 1 to 39 to 40. Oh, yes. Yes. That is a teaser, isn't it? The, the honourableness is there. <laughs> yeah. Anything beyond 40, just... Blow out. Devastation. Yeah. And your man, who you happily um, were to... Happily got rid of in the trade period last year... Alira Lear, mm. is he the recruit of the year? Won th- the showdown medal. That's I why we're talking he about him. Is slightly ahead of Tom Hickey. <laughs> yes, well, t- Hickey has been Hickey's good. He's been amazing. He mate. has been amazing. I, yeah. Um, and I know I, I've got to be honest. When we chatted about Alia last year mm. leaving, and Sydney acquiring Tom Hickey, I certainly was. I did laugh in your face. I, I certainly wasn't. Um, <laughs> Absolutely overwhelmed with excitement, <laughs> that's for sure. But I should have been mm. because he's he, like he has played well enough to be in the All Australian squad. Yeah, mm. as has Alia Alia. Alia probably got his measure. He's, yeah, <laughs> um, I, I, I only bring this up because I remember you were almost not you weren't happy to lose him, but you were happy with the deal you got. I think it was a second round pick, maybe mm. even a future second round pick from memory. Um, he's turned into one of the best defenders in the competition. Mm. Um, that must sting a little bit. Yeah, it does. But I also didn't expect us to be as good as what we are mm. this year. Yeah. So at the time, I was thinking, oh, look, is it really working? Is it is it going to work right mm. now? With Alia at the Swans, um, he was getting tossed around a lot mm. in Sydney too. Like he was playing in the ruck sometimes, yeah. I think. I don't think he's doing that at Port, is he? He's, nah, he's, not at all. He's playing in the, the back 50 yep. all the time. Mm. And you go into a more established team, mm. you're generally going to play better. Yeah. He just doesn't... He's so cool under pressure. Mm. And, um, you know, you watch him on the TV and he, he takes some great marks and he, he he really is a great player. But to watch him live, he patrols the back 50. He knows Definitely. precisely where the ball is landing, doesn't make mistakes very often at all and basically doesn't get beaten in a one-on-one contest. Um, I mean, Adelaide's forward line is very young and inexperienced, um, of course, losing losing Tex beforehand, but he just manhandled Adelaide's forward line on the weekend. Oh, don't worry. I'd love Sydney still to have him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm furious that we don't <laughs> have him. Yeah. <laughs> this measured approach mm. that I've been giving you for the past minute or two mm. is just a... Um, a fake front. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I am bubbling at the surface that Elliot doesn't play for us anymore. 100%. Um, speaking of former Swans who have gone on to do great things, Tom Mitchell mm. continued with a stunning run of form against Collingwood, um, the club. Um, Collingwood, the club. Yes. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so this is his last five performances against... I thought you meant Collingwood, the street in Melbourne. <laughs> I could have been. <laughs> Maybe had a tangle with the the street pole or something on a big night out. I'm mm. not sure. Yeah, so he he he's dominated Collingwood yeah. um, over the last five outings. He, his his run of form is 50 disposals, 35, 54, 33, and 44. 
that is a that what a run of form. Yeah, it's pretty handy, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Um, some players just really come to play against opposition. I, I mean, I know Nathan Buckley did not respect him at all as a footballer and just let him run rampant, basically, <laughs> and said he's he doesn't do anything with the football. And then mm. later on that year went on to win the Brownlow. Mm. Um, but that that is some serious form against a, a club. Yeah, yeah, he obviously likes playing against the Pies. Mm. It's because no one goes near him. <laughs> Well, I think me and you were watching a Collingwood and Hawthorne game one night. Yes, we absolutely were. We were just a bit of a boys' night, just me and you. This is well before the podcast days and mm. excessively drunk. <laughs> Round one, 2018. Yeah, at my place and um, playing a bit of beer pong and mm. stuff. And then later on, we started watching the cricket and watched a sandpaper gate unfold yep. right in front of us. We did. We were too lit to care. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we fully understood the ramifications no. of this till the next morning. No, yeah, no, uh, that was that was amazing. Um, amazing things seem to happen when we are on the piss in mm. Australian sport. I think we need to play beer pong more often um, because uh, we were, um, as we just said, watching Tom Mitchell get 54 disposals um, and then Sandpaper Gate unfolded. In front of our very eyes, and you know, it was really just uh, in the background as mm. um, I sunk another cup. Um, but that's yeah, we've got form in this area. One Ash Barty actually happened to win the French Open while we were playing beer pong. She did again, just occurring in the back pong, uh, back pong, <laughs> the back pong, <laughs> occurring in the background. <laughs> Have a spell, mate. <laughs> I just, I just think we've got to play more beer pong. <laughs> I, I, I agree. Yes, yeah. yes, I do. The, the boomers needed us to be playing beer pong on Thursday afternoon. We would have beaten the US. Yes, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm. I think you're on the money. Yeah. So whenever a big sporting occasion takes place, we need to be playing beer pong. Yeah, yeah. You won't get any um, disagreements from me on that. <laughs> So before we wrap up tonight's podcast... Oh, I've closed my laptop already. Have you? Yep. Oh, that's I'm a, done. a wrap-up sign if ever I've seen one. <laughs> yep. AFL recap done. I'm done. I'm glad we won't be getting any um, out-of-date sports updates. No, well... Um, from the West Coast of Melbourne game. Well, the Eagles have just hit the lead, actually. Mm. Two points up. <laughs> actually. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's what I said. Mm. Yeah, I'm aware. So... Dad's birthday yesterday. Yes. Happy birthday, Jeff. I'm sure he would have said thank you if he was here. <laughs> yep. Um, great day. We didn't do a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> great day. Didn't do anything. Still we, a great day. Went as a family, watched my younger sister play soccer, had dinner together. Just a nice... Just the makings of a great day. Just a nice, wholesome day it was. How was your weekend? Quality weekend. Quality weekend. Um, how are the blue jelly beans going? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mate, that rocked me. Honestly, rocked me. <laughs> do, you, do you want to tell everyone what we're talking about? Um, kind of. <laughs> so oh dear, you seem to be running Face- the show. Here. I saw on Facebook it was like one of those stupid Facebook posts. You tag a mate or whatever. Or yeah. Comment whatever you comment your favorite color or yeah. whatever. It was. I saw it on Facebook. It was comment the last thing you would eat and. Something or rather. Was yeah. that it? Is that no, right? it, it was um, if you had to eat the last thing you've eaten for the rest of your life, what would it be? And, and you commented blue jelly beans. Yeah. 
Are you seven years old? <laughs> no, but I did go to... What's the go there? I'm pretty sure it was the morning still. <laughs> Who has blue jelly beans before 12pm is the first question. I'd had them after after our podcast last week. Okay, so it's a nice, context A here. nice sugar hit before bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after um, demolishing a Red Bull can yes. earlier that day. Mm-hmm. No, so... Um, Went to my cousin's baby shower. Yeah. Having a boy. So congratulations. Was, yes. To your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Not to me for no particular reason. Not to you. <laughs> um, and you know because it's all COVID um, safe, we all got a little. Because it's all COVID. <laughs> yes. We all got a little blue party bag thing, you know, blue boy. <laughs> Thank you. And it was filled with blue clouds and blue jelly beans and all sorts of things. So then I was editing the podcast on Monday night and I devoured all of the blue jelly beans and saw that the next morning and thought, well, if I have to eat the last thing that I've eaten for the rest of my life, I'm in grave danger of <laughs> losing all of my teeth within 10 days. Oh, mate, no wonder you had a belly ache the next day. You sent me a text saying, "Oh, I'm so crooked, oh, yeah. not not going well. Not not. You've demolished a Red Bull and then you've eaten a bag of jelly beans before bed. And you woke up the next morning feeling sheepish. And you're wondering why. I was I was not going well last week. That was not a good week for me. But um, oh, yeah, maybe gosh. the blue jelly beans was a error at um quarter to 12 yeah you won't be doing that again <laughs> no mm, no on. i will not that was silly um <laughs> yeah very good oh uh, a bit of a question without notice here just another one i don't know if you've got anything probably not <laughs> you look like you've had enough yeah what's something you you would like to have in the future so just like like a, an item or just like a little space in your home or you know it might be like a certain car or something mm. um yeah, is there anything in particular that you would like to have in the future that you don't have right now? Um, pretty happy with everything I've got. Just got it all, have you? Got it all. Mm-hmm. Pretty simple type of guy. No, it would be nice to have, because um, we, we just live in a, a small house mm. right now, two-bedroom type rental operation, um, obviously still early in life, so you don't have everything put together. Uh, but it would be nice to have like a little, like I think, in America, you call them like a den, just like a like a mm. like a spot, just to have like a nice, a nice comfortable chair. I can see you with a den. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where you can just go and drink wine, like a basically just a room without a TV, mm. where you can just go and have some quiet time. Yeah, I like it. You know, throw a record on. Yes. Have a bash on the typewriter. Speaking my language. Um, a nice little bookshelf. You know, yeah. probably a fire in there as well. Yes. Yep, um, all of my sports memorabilia mm. hung up. Just a little space where all of my stuff can be on display without Ellie throwing it in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah, yeah, uh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, I've, I've had a very similar thought. Mine's similar lines, a little different. I want to study mm. and same as you, like like a nice comfy armchair um, to sit mm. back on. I just want the room surrounded with books, yep. just like bookcase after bookcase and have one of those those little ladders oh. that swivels across the yep. bookcases. Like in Harry Potter yeah, in yep. the wand shop. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, like Ollivander. Ollivander, yep. that's yep. the one. And you can climb up and pick a book from the tallest tip of the bookcase yep. and blow the dust off. And yeah, read it. <laughs> <laughs> you are a knob. That would make me really happy. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. So you can have your den and I'll have my little mini library. <laughs> yeah. Um, mostly of books I haven't read and probably will never get to. Yeah. There's nothing worse than having a library filled with books you've already read. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great So, call. preferably a library with books that you haven't read. Yes, yes, yep. Mm. Um, yeah, that would make me really happy. Mm. Excellent. And how's Jeffrey Archer going, by the way? For anyone that doesn't know, that's just this random, obscure book that Teeks owns that I consistently use as... Um, it, it Basically... I put it under the tripod. A tripod of, stand. Of the camera yep. each week, and it yep. makes the camera a bit taller. Yeah, it but does. you've annoyingly started reading it. <laughs> How dare me read no. the book that I own. So I'd like to know how it's going. It's going really well. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. What's the general crux of the storyline? The crux? Um, well, so it, it, it's quite interesting actually because it's uh, it's about a boy whose father has been killed by the KGB mm. um, okay. in Russia. Um, so then him and his mother flee, uh, hop on a boat and they, mm. don't, they don't know whether the boat's going to America or England. Yeah, okay. And then this is what's interesting about it. It then tells, doesn't tell you what boat mm. they got on, but then it tells the story of the boy, of him both in America and in England. Yeah, okay. So you're not sure what's going on. Wow. So I am enthralled. Enthralled and confused yep. by the sounds and, of it. And, and confused, yeah. <laughs> so it kind of follows his life. Okay. And it, I think it is a set over about 30 years. So wow. It's thick. It is thick, mate. and I am, I am into it. Beautiful. Glad to hear. I reckon that's um, just about it for this week. That'll do us. That'll do. And, yeah, get around us on Spotify. Definitely. Um, and on iTunes as well. One more score update. One more score update, I guess. Seized by four at halftime. Yep, no one asked. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to know. <laughs> oh, good. Um, send us a review. And a rating on iTunes. That would be fantastic. Yep. Get around us on Facebook and Instagram. Do all those things and we'll catch you next week. Absolutely. Power rankings as well coming out this week. We are slowly getting there mm. for anyone that's wondering. Yeah. See you later, guys. Catch ya. <laughs>